I feel like I'm having this conversation a lot lately. I think we need new branding, or I think we need some rebranding. It's great when I get the call. I mean, I love the branding work and it's my passion, but I typically find that the voice on the other end of the conversation is maybe using the wrong terminology for what they're really looking for or frankly need. And the ongoing changes in logos and the fanfare or blowback with which they're debuted makes me realize how much we're in need of a little rebranding 101. A good starting point is definitions. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Tips, tricks, and tools to take your marketing to new and profitable destinations. As I said, the ongoing conversations about rebranding makes me think, we need a little rebranding 101, and a good starting point is definitions. I find there are a number of definitions and meanings of the word brand, and likely as many for rebrand. What I typically find after discussing the potential rebranding project with a client is that what they really need is more of a refresh. To understand how these terms are commonly used interchangeably, I think we should start with definitions. So first, what is a brand? The dictionary defines a brand as a type of product manufactured by a particular company under a specific name. It also describes it as an identifying mark burned on livestock. It can be used as a noun, it can be used as a verb, but unfortunately the dictionary only begins to unwrap the meaning a brand has in business. Language has a way of evolving when brought into a new environment. The same words quite possibly have entirely new or different meanings. First, there were cattle ranchers using brands to identify their stock. As packaged goods grew, companies branded their products to indicate the source. This is how the newly formed Coca-Cola company got customers to reach for their product in a market crowded with soda producers. So yes, in many ways, the word brand still matches the definition offered. But somewhere in the late 20th century, a shift happened. Marketers began to suspect there was something more to this thing called a brand. There was a feeling that a brand could mean the sum of the product's attributes and intangible qualities, and that the mark only served as a signal to start that emotional process. As marketers, we now realize that a brand was living in both the minds and hearts of customers. At this point, you're probably thinking, rebrand, refresh. What's the difference and which one is right for my brand? Though often used as a catch-all, the term rebranding refers to a very specific process or evolution. More often than not, refresh might be more accurate. So what's the difference? Rebranding is most noticeable when you change the look and feel of your identity. Remember I said noticeable. But rebranding, in its truest sense, is when there is a change in the culture or the purpose of the business. Now, this could happen with a merger or acquisition. We've seen that happen many times. It can also happen as a brand matures and evolves, such as what happened with us at Isle of Capri. The goal is to change the perception of the company or its offerings through graphic and operational changes. Now here's where the confusion can happen. A refresh could also include an update of the brand identity. Moreover, it can also involve some level of operational change. The difference is the change is guided by the need to maintain the relevance of the business or product in the marketplace. And to add more confusion, through the course of brand refreshments, 
you may find yourself operating in an entirely new manner and realizing somehow you've slowly rebranded. So how do you know your brand needs a change? There are obvious signs that could indicate your brand might benefit from a refresh or rebranding. The brand could lack a cohesive look and feel. The brand identity might be dated or your graphics aren't easily applicable in these new digital channels. Or maybe your brand has just outgrown itself, or it's not distinctive in a really crowded marketplace. Most commonly, brand guidelines have been overly interpreted. Mergers or acquisitions have changed how you operate. When done properly and strategically, great branding delivers results. Why? Because the bottom line is your brand is the very essence of who you are and what sets you apart from the competition. And because great branding creates deep connections, it can create a sense of confidence in your team from the CEO to the most entry-level line employee. All things feel tied together into this one vision. If any of these are missing, you might be ready for a brand shift, the degree of which might depend on your specific needs. So why choose rebranding? Rebrands are often used when a company wants to change its image or products. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about this after this quick message from Erica. Join the second line to the most innovative casino marketing gathering, interactive and immersive. You'll experience a 360 degree view of casino marketing and learn from experts in their fields. We keep the group small so that everyone gets a hands-on experience they can implement when they go back to work. Click the link in the show notes for information. And we're back. As I was saying, rebrands are often used when a company wants to change its image or products. It should always be a result of changes in the way that a business operates and the company culture. A rebrand can be a complete overhaul of the company's branding. Changing the name of the company, product, service, or organization. It involves changing everything from logos to colors to fonts. This includes your website, your social media profiles, email signatures, business cards, and particularly the retraining of the workforce. If you're looking to make a big splash with your brand, a rebrand might be right for you. But there are some things to consider before jumping into full-scale overhaul. First, are you really just hankering for a new logo? If so, consider a brand refresh. Second, how will customers feel about operational changes? Will they applaud you for matching their desires or will they question what you were thinking? Third, how much money are you ready to spend? A complete rebrand is just that, complete. And a rebrand can cost tens of thousands of dollars. And if you're dealing with multiple locations, you might as well add another zero to that amount. Having now fully exposed my opinion of what I think a brand is, I also have to share the moment I forgot my own words. At the time, I was leading the brand development of a 20-year-old regional company. We had started working through some rebranding and refreshment of the company's existing products and introducing new ones that customers were absolutely loving. So encouraged by this success, I felt the next step would be to rebrand the company. I bravely broached the topic with the chairman of the board. He was thoughtful for a moment, and then he gave me the direction that made me realize I had been drunk on rebranding and had forgotten what a brand truly was. His words to me were, Julia, when this company is a different company, you can rebrand it. Lesson learned, again. Nonetheless, companies do still find themselves with a desire to rebrand. 
The first question to ask is why? Typically, I've seen the answers fall into a few categories. So a new ownership or management team has come in, they wanna make a change, and in some cases, there is a need for a change. A brand launch creates news and invigorates the workforce and all of your partners. Another situation might be that the brand is dated and past its prime. This is often the case if you look at the once great theme casinos that sprouted up all over the country in the 80s and 90s. These aged environments don't have the same spark as the newer, less themed competitors. How about if there's a new product developed that doesn't match the existing portfolio? To add it to the collection would be a disservice to all the products and to the relationship with the employee and customer base. How about if the company or product has changed and it's no longer matching the same brand promise as it once was? Conversely, perhaps the customer profile has changed and the existing brand no longer resonates with the same strong bond as before. Maybe you need to differentiate yourself in a way your current brand doesn't, or maybe it's blending in with other brands in a market, or maybe you just have some money and an itch to do something different. But before you can put a new name on something, you need to be ready to deliver something new. Remember my lesson, not just the same thing with a new name. Sometimes that delivery requires significant investment beyond the development of a logo, such as new signage, updating marketing materials, new uniforms, training, the list goes on. The bottom line is that rebranding is not merely a logo project. Oh, and by the way, we have a great downloadable checklist if you're actually doing some changes to your graphics. I'll include the link in the show notes. So let's talk about why you should undergo a brand refresh. So a refresh is a strategic decision, just like rebranding, that involves changing the visual identity of your company. It's not just a simple logo redesign though. It can extend to a complete overhaul of everything from your website to your business cards. It also includes changing your message and tone of voice. A brand refresh is an opportunity to bring your brand up to date with current trends and technologies. While rebranding is an effective way to refresh your company's image, there are some drawbacks. As I said, it takes a lot of work and planning. It could take months or years to complete, and it can cost thousands of dollars. But a brand refresh, on the other hand, while extensive, can still be cost-effective. In addition to saving money, brand refreshes help build loyalty among existing customers because this type of evolution is easier for stakeholders to understand, while brand revolution might be a little jolting. Additionally, a refresh can also afford you an opportunity to show off your company's personality and values in new and engaging ways. There is no one size fits all when it comes to branding. It depends on your business needs and goals. So when you're thinking of starting a rework of your brand, you should start by asking yourself and others these very important questions. Now, it's about a dozen questions, but they're very important that you go through them. One, what does my brand stand for and does it match the culture you currently live in daily? Two, how do you describe your brand to others and does it differ when you describe your company? Three, is your brand distinguishable among the competition? Four, do you want to build a stronger connection with your current customers, team members, and partners? Five, are you trying to attract new customers? And six, is your brand strong enough to withstand any potential competition? The next few questions relate to your customers. Question number seven, are your current customers relating to your brand? Eight, do your customers remember your brand and its meaning without being prompted? Nine, what do your non-customers think about the brand? Ten, do customers find something unique about your brand that you can leverage or fix? 
11, and 12 are all about the internal brand. Do your employees know what the brand is trying to promote and do they feel it's delivering on that promise? Do they feel they're delivering on the promise in each of their interactions? And finally, is the brand truly aligned with the vision and mission of the business? Are any of the elements believable? In this step, you should evaluate existing marketing strategies, materials, media, and communications, both internal and external. It is critical that you engage not only your key management, but your line employees as well to gather internal perceptions and explore the variety of possible positioning changes. Once you've been able to answer those questions, you can start putting a plan together. If you're looking to make a major shift in your branding strategy, there are several steps you need to take before making any decisions, and these are crucial elements in either approach. First, you need to define your brand. Remember those first few questions. This means understanding who your ideal customer is and how they think. Next, you'll want to understand the market and the competition, and it's best to bring in a non-biased third party into this step. As part of this step, you will need to determine whether your brand is strong enough to withstand any of the changes. Finally, decide your goals to understand what kind of changes you need to make. You will want to succinctly tell your brand story and your vision for the future. Then come tactical elements, a communications audit, brand positioning and key messages, identity system updates, including logos, colors, fonts, and graphics, and a brand standards guide is a must. And then plans for training, launch, and rollout. Building and maintaining a strong brand takes many moving parts to go from consideration to implementation and can often start with the simplest of statements mentioned in a meeting. Maybe we need a rebrand. But with careful planning and attention to detail, the benefits will be great. Thanks for joining me on this week's Drive Time Marketing Podcast. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on Drive Time Marketing. If you like what you heard today, rate and review so other marketers can find us. You can also sign up for our newsletter at the link in the show notes. And if you're looking for more in-depth knowledge and training, join us at our next Casino Marketing Bootcamp event. Until next time, keep driving towards your goals with great marketing.